listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora back talking Jessica Jones, Season 2, Episodes 5 and 6. So, Aurora, Mm -hmm. we, uh, well, I, on the last episode of this podcast, talked about how I am not so certain I'm in love with the storyline for this season so far. Right, right. And some big things did happen... In mm-hmm. episode two, or well, technically episode six, but the second episode we watched this week, and it did help a little, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm still not there. Okay. This show is really lacking in David Tennant's charisma for me. <laughs> we need like a Tennant level villain in this. I think it's just because they work so well together. I don't know. And, th- and I found that yeah. story far... So much more compelling with her uh, dealing with the situation she was in. Uh, I find her past interesting, but I don't know if it's interesting. Like, I would have had it wrapped up by this episode, I think. Okay. And I would have... I I was kind of on board with you, but after these two episodes, I I am more on Jessica Jones' side. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. Well, let's talk about them. Uh, Episode 5 is up first, a.k.a. The Octopus. Uh, Jessica spends a day at the police station before Jerry convinces her to tell the truth. Detective Eddie Costa believes Jessica's story and releases her, with Jessica promising to keep Costa informed as she continues to investigate who really murdered that man in front of her building. Uh, Trish, bailed out by her mother, struggles with the after-effects of her using the IGH drug. Uh, Her new boyfriend, Griffin Sinclair, asks her to marry him. Mm-hmm. But Trish turns him down. She takes the IGH drug again. Uh, Malcolm uh, takes Green to uh, Jerry. Now, Green, of course, is the hobo. Uh, right. To Jerry, who agrees to place her in a safe house, which really means her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jerry asks Green about IGH ex- experiments. Uh, Jessica meets with David Kowecki, an inmate at a mental hospital, serving time for the murder of Green's fellow nurse, who was actually killed by the mysterious woman. Jessica learns of a shared interest in octopi that Kowecki has with an IGH doctor and visits the local aquarium. Mm -hmm. She recognizes the doctor, Carl Malice, uh, in a new memory from after the accident. He is meeting with the mysterious woman, who smashes a glass enclosure to cover their escape when they see Jessica. 
So what did you think of the octopus? Um, I, I, I feel like every, every, because we are doing this two by two, mm-hmm. I feel like every time we talk about the first episode we're going to discuss, yeah. that it it's always a setup for the second, second episode. <laughs> it does feel like that, especially <laughs> with this season of the show. Yes. 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 Um, but I, I like what's happening with Trish. Mm-hmm. Um, she's clearly becoming an, an addict. Yes. Um, and I, I hate her mom so much, <laughs> but at the same time, I like that character because it makes me hate her so much. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's good at being hated. Yeah. Yes. Um, she's awful. Um, and the way that she sets up the whole engagement thing with um, Griffin, yeah. it's the worst. Like That, that whole scene, for to me, was a horror scene. <laughs> Oh my god! Where well, yeah, because she's like unsuspecting. She's walking in with like red eyes and baggy eyes she, from being right, like and she's she's thinking that she's going for like her big break. Yeah, or like her mom's taking her to rehab or something. Right, like intervention. Yeah, they talked about because they talked about that too. That she's had drug issues in the past, probably related to her performing days as Patsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that it was this. And yeah, she's and I, like, I, I mean, a, a little bit of information about me. I am terrified. I was always terrified of being proposed that way. Oh, like, like I, surprised or surprised or in that, front of people in front of people because I feel like if you do that, like you're forcing that person to say yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, so not just that, but he was even worse. And I liked, I kind of liked Griffin. Up yes. until this point, but Trish is mm-hmm. standing there, stunned, in shock. Right. And he right. pulls out the ring, and then she's mm-hmm. still like, uh, and he just takes the ring and puts it on her, like she yep. said yes, and hugs her. It's like she she yep. didn't say anything, dude. She didn't say anything, and everybody's clapping, and I'm like, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica's even got this four smile clap going. Uh, that is a nightmare. It was it was like I said, it was a horror scene, yeah. scene for me. Look, I mean. <laughs> Horrible. I mean, so is it a horror scene? I mean, maybe it still is a horror scene for you, regardless. Um, but I always feel like for the people who do that, I feel like it's got to be a situation where they know that the other person is going to say yes. Right. Like, right. it's just they've talked about getting married. They right. want to get married. And it's just a matter of when is when are they going to propose? Who's going to propose? Exactly, when is it going to happen? Exactly. Right. But coming out of the blue like that, without yeah. even discussions, it doesn't seem like they've even been together all that long. Like, yep. 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 That is. And you terrifying. could. I mean, she looked. She didn't look like physically. She didn't look like her usual self. No. So if I think that if you are someone, you know, that you know, if if you're close, mm-hmm. he could have picked up on that as well. Yes. But he didn't. Um, so, yeah, that whole scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, we learned something new about Jessica this week in this episode. Uh, she would make a terrible psychiatrist. <laughs> not would, This would not be her strong suit. Let's uh, start with the fact that she left the tag on on the lab coat. <laughs> <laughs> she had to cover for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I needed to get a new lab. Uh, the, some guy got blood on me. Can you mm-hmm. believe that? 
Um, and yeah, she was just, she started out okay. Yeah. But, you know, then she, uh, I, I think maybe that guy started to figure out that maybe she wasn't a legit psychiatrist. Uh, <laughs> there. Yep. Uh, I, for the most part, I thought this episode was okay. But mm-hmm. as, as you noted, very on point, that uh, this is just a setup for the next episode. Yeah. It, it works as a good setup for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am not sure how her, like, punching the glass. I mean, I know it sounds an alarm and it's like, oh, everybody's got to get away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that aquarium didn't look like it was that full of people. It didn't look like there was, like, a, there'd be, like, a massive crowd that would allow them to disappear like ninjas and smoke <laughs> or something. And, I mean, you know, she was trampling over people. <laughs> she was. Which is weird. I guess there was more people in there than I gave them credit for. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe if that Dr. Malice guy hadn't looked up and just gone, Jessica, like that, <laughs> you know, I, who knows how it would have played out. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that was some sloppy escaping there uh, yeah, at yeah. the end. And as it turns out, Jessica found her way to where they are anyway. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they they smashed that fish tank, probably killed some fishes for no good reason. <laughs> At least they didn't break the glass on like something like you know that could have been really dangerous. Yeah, like like a like a shark, like a whale, a whale. <laughs> yes, that would have been very bad. Um, so we saw. Um, wasn't it in this episode as well that we saw the uh, the one, or maybe that was in. Um, I'm trying to remember. No, it was in this episode because the episode starts with the mysterious woman stripping nude and putting all of her blood-soaked clothes into a bonfire. Right, right. And I, and I guess she sort of, like, plays music to soothe her uh, anger issues? I, I think so, yeah. Uh, to me, that was my nightmare. Was it in this <laughs> the baby? When, that, when the neighbor comes over with the baby and she's like, <laughs> oh, she's so soothed by your music, could you just play? And the baby starts crying and she's freaking out. Yeah. And won't stop playing the piano very uh, sternly, I guess is a good way to put it. And then she smashes yeah. the shit out of that thing. I'm glad. Look, that woman had sense. The moment the woman started, like, hitting the keys, like, even remotely hard, she's like, this was a mistake. I need to go. But, uh, thanks, but, bye. But that, that's that's my issue with that scene, right? Because yeah, yeah. I feel like if I was that mom, uh-huh. the moment that woman, like, glares at me from yeah. her- inside her house I will be like oh no don't worry I'm, I'm just passing by bye uh, and <laughs> from the, so- me- the first second I knew something was off <laughs> and, and I'll tell you something else as someone who has had an actual human baby mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. her whole reasoning of bringing her over here was that the music soothed her right and she was messing up and the music was no longer soothing the baby and it started right. crying relentlessly Yep. I wouldn't have even waited for her to get frustrated or glare at me. I would have been like, okay, yeah. I guess it's not working now. Thanks yep. for trying, and I yep. get up and walk away before things even got weird. Yep. Uh, but that but woman I, didn't. I she also, just stuck I also it got out. uncomfortable like as a viewer when she was holding the baby. That mm. felt really creepy, too. Um, now, given what we learned about the mysterious woman later, so a lot of this actually kind of makes some sense. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, what would you give the octopus? You know what? I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. I I gave it a three and a quarter. Good episode. Mm -hmm. 
It was it was solid, a solid setup uh, yeah. for what we have next, which is episode six, a.k.a. FaceTime. Uh, Trish becomes addicted to the IGH drug and starts looking for criminals to attack. Security mm-hmm. footage from outside the aquarium shows Malice uh, drugging the woman and forcing her to leave with him, despite the pair appearing to be a loving couple before. Jessica sends Malcolm to his old university where he was suspended for his previous drug habit to investigate Malice. Apparently he uh, did some teachings there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they learn of Justice Ambrose, who attended the university with Malice and appears to have been paying bills for all of his personal expenses for years. Jessica confronts Ambrose, who explains that his son Eric was born with a fatal genetic defect, which Malice cured with his experimental treatments. Eric appears to have no special abilities, and Jones threatens him to gain Malice's location. Uh, Miss Hobo Green realizes that Jerry has ALS and tells her that there was an IGH patient who could heal people just by touching them, and he saved her life after the woman had attacked her. Jessica goes to the location where she finds Malice and the woman living together, and the mysterious woman claims to be Jessica's mother. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I like cliffhanger. Yeah. So what did you think of FaceTime? Oh, I like this episode a lot. Um, <laughs> there were there, so many things happened, but the one that I, I want to talk about is Trish going after bad guys mm-hmm. was so funny to me, especially <laughs> when she's in the bus and she's like, staring at this guy with tattoos and she's like waiting for him to say something and the guy yes. just pulls a book of positive thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no! Hey! Would, yeah, positive thinking, it helps. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Trish, uh, not only she gets addicted to this IGH drug, but yeah. apparently she just says fuck it and sleeps with Malcolm. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, Malcolm has been wanting this for a long time. You could tell. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he, <laughs> he, yeah, he's attracted to her. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's the drugs. I don't know if it's just dumping her boyfriend. I don't know if she's yeah. suddenly feeling independent. Or I don't know. Maybe this drug just makes people horny. No I idea. I think it's a drug. I think it's a drug. But I, I also think that there's, unless they correct it later, but I think that yeah. there's a, a flaw in that scene mm-hmm. and I think it's the fact that Malcolm was an addict and that's right. I think that if you're an addict you can recognize when someone is going through that yeah I think and, so too and he doesn't seem to pick up on it mm, maybe yet. maybe Aurora he didn't maybe. want to see it maybe maybe yeah maybe, maybe he, yeah but maybe there's, he a, there's a scene on this now. episode where she's with Jessica Jessica's apartment and she's eating like a burrito Mm-hmm. And Malcolm sits next to her, and in that moment, I thought he was gonna call her out because yeah. she looked like an addict in that moment. Yeah. But he didn't say anything, and I was like, "Hmm." I mean, uh, look, and it's not just this drug. Everybody's getting laid uh, <laughs> in these two shows. Jessica slept with the uh, the super a guy yes. again. They Oscar, had, yes. yeah, Oscar. They had mm-hmm. they had artistic sex. I guess. Yes. I mm-hmm. don't know paint sex, which yeah has always seemed incredibly unappealing to me, but I guess, for, <laughs> look, whatever makes people happy makes them happy, yeah. and I will not judge them yeah. for it, but 
watching that, I was all I could think of was like unsexy thoughts, like, oh my god, <laughs> the, those shoes are probably ruined. Uh, you know, how long you're gonna have to shower to get that off of your skin? Uh, I, I did. I, I I was concerned about her hair. I saw that her hair was on the paint. I was like, no. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I start thinking thoughts you don't want to think about, like you know, if paint gets on like your junk, is that? Yeah, that's is that bad for you? Is that like yeah. unhealthy? Yeah, does that paint have lead? Be careful. Yeah, like, yeah. How old is this paint? <laughs> I just have, like, I saw that, and I wasn't like, oh, man, wow, what a sexy scene. I was just like, oh, this is just, what a mess. Uh, yeah, so that uh, those scenes are not, uh, clearly not made for somebody like me in mind. <laughs> I mean, they don't... No, they... I, I agree with that. That scene was, uh, I didn't find it sexy either, but yeah. I do have a huge crush on that guy. He's adorable. Yeah. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, they don't, they don't have to do it in, like, a clean room or something with, like, its own oxygen filtration system uh, or anything like that. It's just that that sort of thing just seems like, it just seems like such a such a disaster Pain. to take care of afterwards. Yes. And nobody feels like cleaning afterwards. Like, no one does. He's not going to get the deposit back from the apartment. No. It'll just always be there as like a reminder of that one time, but like you'll never, you'll never take care of it. No, no. That's why I would. Anyway, we should move on. Uh, Jessica's mom supposedly revealed in this episode. Uh, you know, we talked about the possibility that the killer uh, was going to turn out to be a family member of some sort, right? The, mang the mangled person mm -hmm. uh, that we kept seeing in the flashbacks and. When this woman removes her hair, you can see at least the back of her head still yeah. looks like that. Mm -hmm. um, so clearly, that's who it was. Uh, but it begs this begs all sorts of questions, like why was he drugging her? Maybe mm -hmm. he has to to control her pain or her aggression or right. something. Um, you know, are they really a loving couple? If she is really Jessica's mom. Why was she trying to frame Jessica? I exactly. Guess? Mm -hmm. What is all of this? What what is what do you think of this revelation? Aurora? I am very confused. <laughs> I, I I can only go back to maybe what the doctor is using on the supposed mom. Yeah. I don't know if it's it could be like a mind control thing, and mm -hmm. even though she's Jessica's mom, she can't like she only does what the drug tells her to do yeah maybe that's the that's the only thing i can think of but I'm, I'm not sure because she also you know if, if jessica is your daughter why did she flee the aquarium mm -hmm. um i i don't know yeah it's weird it is all very weird yeah and jessica in looking around the house before they showed up mm -hmm. found a room that was like vaulted shut Right. And inside was a room with a bed that had arm restraints and leg restraints and things like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's for something else. Maybe it's for Mrs. Jones uh, to go in when she's uncontrollable. Maybe. Yeah, she's I like mean, yeah, that's the room sometimes. that had the, the photo of Jessica and her brother. Mm hmm. Yep. I think which gives credence to the fact that it's her mom. Right. I mean, that seems weird otherwise to have those things, if, yeah. if not. 
if not and be, and before before she goes into that room she finds the tablet with the the song that the the mm-hmm. mom was playing and she, yep. it looked like she recognized the song yes right yes like when the music started playing she recognized right. it maybe it's like a lullaby that she heard yeah. or yeah. that her mom used to sing to her when she was little and and Something. that goes back with what you were saying with the baby you know if she's playing that song and maybe she played that song for Jessica and the bro- and her brother and you know she was playing it and the baby was crying maybe that triggered that memory I don't know yeah, and she can play it right and she was messing it up and it was making right. the baby upset right right yeah, I mean all of that stuff makes sense yeah yeah uh anything else about this episode that uh, stuck out to you I mean you know I appreciate that the um writers decided to give us a shot of Malcolm's butt <laughs> oh they certainly did do that <laughs> They did indeed. I appreciated it. Yeah, he, that <laughs> fellow was in good shape. He is indeed. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, I I, th- I agree with you that the story is not as maybe captivating as season one mm-hmm. with Kilgrave. Um, and I find myself, I don't know why, I find myself more interested in what's happening with Trish. Yeah. Um, because uh, I feel... I feel like that that drug is going to make her turn into something that is going to be really hard for her to come back to who she was. Mm. Um, so, yeah. But I, I like this episode a lot, though. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll see Kilgrave at some point in a dream or a flashback uh, mm-hmm. or something. I mean, look, they even kind of reference the in the paint sex scene, the paint she was rolling around in was purple. Uh, and I'm like, that's got to be on purpose, <laughs> like a like visual like a visual cue. But that detective also mentioned him. Mm-hmm. The, the the detective, uh, basic the the one that let her um, free, basically said, you know, there's a lot of cops here that remember what Kilgrave did to us, and we thank you for killing him. So before uh, before we give scores for this episode, do you know? the fun fact about the season of Jessica Jones. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the same for last season or not, but, um, I do believe that, um, it does appear to be completely universal that all of the episodes this season are directed by women directors. Oh yeah. 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 And I think a large portion of the episodes are also written by women as well. Um, there's a couple of them that have, I think there's one episode that is written by, uh, a man. And then there is one episode that is co-written. Uh, Mm. but I think the rest of them are all, uh, written by women and directed by women, which is pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. That is not an easy, that is not an easy task considering how, uh, still kind of male dominated the behind the scenes world of film and television is. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I take that as a very good sign. Uh, and the show has been good. Uh, it certainly, it certainly has been far from, it's been far from bad. Uh, it's just that, Oh boy, David Tennant. I mean, I, I'm predisposed to like whatever he's in anyway, because I'm a big fan of his work. So, Mm -hmm. That helps, but he was excellent. He was one yeah. of the better Marvel villains on TV or movies. He, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yes, he was tremendous, and it's hard to it's hard to top that. But yeah, uh, what would you give FaceTime? I give this a solid four. 
I gave this episode a four as well. Really good. Uh, a cool cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's safe to say we're pretty excited to see what happens next with all this. Mm-hmm. So I accidentally read the uh, the teaser thingy on Netflix about the next episode. Okay. And it's one of my favorite Marvel Netflix episode types, which is oh. a flashback episode. Oh, we're gonna see John Jessica Jones. Yeah, because I saw it, I saw it say in flashbacks, and Marvel Netflix Marvel has done some tremendous yeah uh, uh, flashback episodes. So uh, okay, well that's a wrap for this week's episode. You can. Find us on cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are found. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. And then you can hear us talk about some awesomely titled episodes for next week. Episode 7, a.k.a. I Want Your Cray Cray. (laughs) And uh, we're going to see some Patsy, aren't we? Uh, That's our hit song. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Season 2, Episode 8, a.k.a. Ain't We Got Fun. <laughs>